This podcast today is inspired by the book Primal Leadership, Learning to Lead with Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman, Richard E. Boyatzis, and Annie McKee. I was encouraged to read this book by my executive coach, Bruce Stevens, and I loved it. The read was a great gift of an assignment. Thank you, Bruce. In fact, if you have any interest in some solid leadership advice, I'd recommend that you pick up your own copy. If you're hearing what I'm hearing today, every sector of our economy is crying out and begging for good leaders. A week ago, I was in an all-day council summit for the Presbytery of Donegal, and one of the outcomes was the intentional focus on leader development. Not long ago, the Synod of the Trinity, which is the geographic region of Presbyterian Churches, PCUSA, in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, decided on the same focus. Over and over, I'm seeing the same determination, the same need, leader development. So let me feed you just a small morsel of what I learned in this next addition to your library. Leaders are charged with achieving positive, productive, pleasing results for clients and customers. This should be no surprise, no secret. Leaders have to lead and get productive things done. So one of the best ways of achieving these results is through crafting a healthy, happy working environment. By orchestrating a friendly, welcoming, fun environment, employees are much more eager to contribute and more eager to add value to the organization. The world, circumstances, families, and just plain life cause enough stress and strain on our lives. We need a place where we enjoy making a contribution and blessing people with our skills and abilities. Working environments can be that type of place. It's the work of leaders to produce it. Here are a few ways of doing that. To create this type of environment, a leader needs to start with herself. She needs to model positive, life-giving emotions. Come to work with high energy, a smile, a kind word, an expectation of getting phenomenal results. By being upbeat, focused on health and hope for the future, she starts to establish a healthy energy in the workspace. According to the authors, leaders should, and I quote, find ways of painting a clear, compelling, engaging future, connect people to this vision, and use humor and positive emotions to cement commitment. Let me repeat that. Leaders should find ways of painting a clear, compelling, engaging future, connect people to this vision, and use humor and positive emotions to cement commitment. Well, by keeping the focus positive and compelling, leaders set the upbeat emotional standard for the group. This standard setting is the work of the leader and the necessary ingredient to help employees come alive in the work arena. This standard will help to sustain great performance and it will even enable constant improvement of that performance. When employees feel good and feel affirmed, their output goes up and their customer care improves. So according to Primal Leadership, 
The first job you have as a leader is to manage your own emotions and positive outlook on life. When you exude this personally, you set the bar for a healthier workplace. Let me get personal a bit and share a story of what worked for me in my military career. For 15 of the 20 years in the Delaware Air National Guard, I commuted 45 miles each way to work. During that commute, I would listen to motivational tapes and get pumped up for work during the hour-long drive. Somewhere in one of those tapes, I was convinced to answer the routine greeting of how are you with either excellent or outstanding. I would say this with gusto. I would even say this when I wasn't feeling that way. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking you're lying when you say you're excellent when you're not. I'd prefer to think that I was actually answering how I wanted to feel. But let me tell you, for me, this worked well. I would always be positive, upbeat, and exude this emotion. You know what happened? By acting positively and saying I was doing outstanding, or super, I would feel better and be more productive. So, if managing the emotional environment is a leadership role, and starting with your own emotional state is the starting point, I'd highly recommend my proven technique. Tell everyone how great you're doing. Tell everyone how great you feel. Tell everyone how excited you are about tomorrow because it just keeps getting better every day. Well, the other technique you can try is from Napoleon Hill, author of Think and Grow Rich, and a long list of other books. When Mr. Hill was faced with any bad news, he would immediately think or say, that's good. And then he would work to find out what was good about it. I like this technique, but I have to admit that it's easy to say and hard to do. I keep trying to master this one. It usually takes me a while to convince myself that the bad news is good. The ordinary tact I take with this one is to look for what I might learn in dealing with the bad news. By looking at the bad news as an educational opportunity, I can use my love of learning to filter and mask the pain of the troubling news. Well, that's enough for today's cast. You have a homework assignment. Start to force yourself to generate positive, compelling, upbeat emotional energy. You will be amazed at the effects. Start to paint a compelling, life-giving picture of the future, and people will get on board and help it to become reality. Well, may God extravagantly bless you in your leadership role and in your week. For more of these podcasts, visit me at www.charliegross.com or search iTunes for Charlie's Creativity Podcast Series. Bye for now.